Blog Talk Radio. and around the world, streaming live on the internet, it's Real Estate Coaching Radio, bringing you the latest news, interviews, and secrets of the top producers. Hosted by award-winning real estate coaches, Tim and Julie Harris. We are back, broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas, on really what can only be described, and I hate saying this for all of our friends on the East Coast, but a beautiful sunny day in the 70s with breezes blowing from the Gulf. It's absolutely magnificent. First butterflies of spring are flying around. So, guys, those of you who are still frozen in in most of the country, spring is coming your way, and let me tell you, it's worth the wait. So we are going to talk about something that we had not originally scheduled for today's radio show because there are a whole bunch of reports coming out of well, I mean, you wouldn't have read these on the normal real estate venues, but Bloomberg's talking about this, CNBC's talking about it. Any of the financial, uh, I'd say more legitimate news channels are reporting on really the true status, the true health of housing. I'm not going to say I was surprised by any of the reports because, frankly, we've been, I don't know what the word would be, warning you guys about all of this for the better part of 18 months, 24 months. But I'll, I'll, if you don't want to listen for the rest of the radio show, I'll just summarize the rest of the radio show to you. The underwater homeowner problem really hasn't gotten that much better. There's still 10 million homeowners underwater. So on this show today, I spent probably three or four hours preparing for today's radio show, and I'm going to be giving you really the highlights of all the different reports. So this is the information that, frankly, if I were still selling real estate full-time, I'd want to have so that I know what's coming next, as in the next 90 to 120 days in my real estate market, so I can prepare myself financially and also prepare sellers in some cases, guys, I'm, a, I'm sorry to tell you this, but it's going to feel like there's a slowdown happening, whereas in other cases, it's going to feel like just the opposite. So we're going to be covering all those uh, details today on today's radio show. Make sure you're ready to take notes. Make sure you're ready to take action on the points we're about to share with you. Now, as all of you know, on every one of our radio shows, I always love to have my beautiful wife, Julie, share with us one of her experiences, one of her coaching calls, and I'm hoping she's prepared to do so today. Julie? I am. Can you hear me okay? I think that everything Yes, yes, of good. course. Everything right. we can hear you Fantastic. Yep. Okay, well, I was thinking with regards to our topic today, we get so many of our free coaching calls and our normal, you know, uh, private coaching clients, advanced, et cetera, and we have this common question, what is happening in the distressed market? And typically, our coaching clients will ask it just like that, help me figure out what's happening in my local market, right? But our free coaching, yeah, I kind of, kind of call them like calls off the street, so to speak. They typically will say something like, now that there's no short sales in my market, what should I do? Mm-hmm. So there's kind of a mindset thing going on there. First of all, I have to find out maybe they're right. You know, if they live here in Austin, there aren't a ton of short sales, but it depends on where in the country they are and where in their city they are, what price range they are, et cetera. So I always ask them, how have you come to this conclusion? And typically it's because, you know, they just haven't dealt with any short sales for a while. Then I use some of our search methods and I look at what's happening around them. And it's not unusual for me to type in their zip code or their city and find, in fact, they're absolutely surrounded by distressed homeowners, NODs, pre-foreclosures, short sales, you know, upside down people. Even some of the, uh, you know, we use Zillow to, to see Zillow make me move. And some of those homeowners have typed in a price 
that seems crazy versus the comps. Well, why is that? Probably that's what they owe. So we do a little bit of research together and we see what is actually happening around them. I did a search the other day for uh, one of the inner areas of LA and the list would have been shorter to pop up what's not in foreclosure on the street. You literally could have gone door knocking on that street and every single one of them was either already foreclosed, about to be foreclosed, should be a short sale, stuck in a loan mod. It was all distressed and it was not a particularly bad price range either. So when we Julie, do let, me inter- let, me, let me interject. Surprised. Go ahead. Let me interject. You guys can get the sure. same data. So so far what I've heard Julie say is what's really critical is that you guys know your own market, something that should be yeah. common sense to all of you at and this point. And don't guess, please. And and you can get foreclosure data or pre-foreclosure data from Zillow, but you can also get it from a million other sources. Our favorite is probably foreclosure radar, and then you have Realty Track, and you have a bunch of others. It's really not hard information to find. But the bottom for line free, is, by the way, usually for free. That's right. The bottom line is, is you really got to know what's happening in, in in your market on on really on a, almost a street by street basis to get a real sense of what the rest of the year is going to be like. Um, so moving the conversation forward, Julie, with this particular coaching call, and I've certainly had a number of coaching calls like this with prospective coaching clients where they really have no grasp of what's truly happening in their local markets, then what do you do? Well, then I ask them what their goals are, and we put together a plan based on the fact that probably if, if their goals are any significant amount of income, chances are very good that they're going to have to have some level of short sale knowledge, updated short sale knowledge. Some of them somehow escaped having to do them. Um, Many of our calls and of our clients were actually kind of in the thick of it for a while, and it just seems like there's some confusion about what's happening distressed market-wise. So what I talk to them about is, look, if I were to refer you a first-time buyer, you could handle it, couldn't you? If I were to refer you a relocating executive, you could handle it. What about a new construction client? Most people could handle it. So now we have short sales and foreclosures as another skill that you've got to add to your repertoire. Just like anything else, you have to be good at it. You wouldn't go to a doctor for a sore throat if he had something on his uh, sign on his wall that says, sorry, I only treat ear infections. How successful would a doctor be if that's all he did? You know, you've got to expand what you know how to do. Go ahead. Right. So you're kind of moving the conversation in, in in the direction I wanted to go on today's call, on today's radio show. But really what matters here, guys, what matters most is let's say maybe you don't want to work with any distressed sellers. Who knows? It's up to you. Again, getting back to yeah, Julie's point. You have choices. Depending, depending on what your goals are, your personal goals, and depending on what your individual market, it's up to you. But the critical thing here is you've got to, A, know what's going on in your market. You can't just guess or rely on somebody else. Don't even rely on us. We're going to give you the tools to go do your own homework on this. And then by all means, go do it. Know what's actually happening. And just to go through what Julie said, you know, the, I think Zillow probably uh, is maybe the easiest source to use. That's the reason we refer to them. Mm-hmm. It's just go to the main Zillow homepage, and this is how you do it, guys. This is how long it takes. Put That's in your step. area code. Yeah, put in your – you know how to do it real quick, Julie? Tell them. Well, yeah, you just – I don't have it right in front of me. I've got our notes. But basically, the front screen asks you to do a search. You type in your zip code. And, you know, don't forget to, to – Use multiple zip codes. If your zip code doesn't show you enough of what you want to see, expand it. So you type in your zip code or your city name. Then it asks you to use the filter. There's a little drop-down filter bar, and you can ask for pre-foreclosure only. You can ask for for sale by owners only if you want to. So you use your filter, and it will tell you the exact number of how many of whatever you're searching for there is. And this is based on public record So I know all of you guys love to question Zillow's pricing. We're not talking about that right now. We're talking about public record that you can trust 
up-to-date information. And the cool thing about this, Tim, is it actually maps it out. So you can see, you know, certain zip codes, there's areas where it's been very healthy, but then there's a pocket that really is never appreciated, or maybe it's been particularly hard hit, or I don't know, there's a Walmart being built in everyone's backyard. So you can see on the map, you can click on those houses, and the amazing thing is there's even sometimes a little button that says contact homeowner. How easy is that? Right. So the moral of the story here, guys, is what the points we're going to cover on today's radio show, what we're going to do is tell you the actual facts of what's happening in housing. Write these things down for your own edification and then share that information with every, every seller and prospective seller you come across. That will give you a competitive advantage when you're able to roll in there and not just basically, you know, repeat to the seller the headlines that maybe were in the local newspaper about housing. You know, I remember when Julie and I were selling housing, or housing, we were selling homes in Columbus, Ohio. The Columbus Dispatch would do these occasional articles on how, you know, homes in Columbus have appreciated 7% or whatever. And then you drill down on their, their information and it was almost always garbage because they weren't taking into account all kinds of different little facts that really had an agent relied solely or a seller relied solely on that sort of uneducated view of housing, they would have ended up with an overpriced seller and the listing would have never sold. So this is all the kind of stuff that, frankly, basic stuff that hardly any agents do that's required if you want to be exceptional in this market. Number one thing all of you have to do, we teach you this right away when you're one of our coaching students, is you have to know the market. You have to know your market cold. You have to be the absolute expert of what's truly happening in your housing market, not just somebody who calls themselves an expert, an absolute expert. So we're going to take a quick break, and I do mean quick, and then when we come back, we are going to get right to our nine points. And again, I want all of you to be ready because, frankly, we're going to be telling you some things that might be a little shocking And uh, frankly, I'd rather have you be prepared than be surprised six months from now. So a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. I have a question for you, and this is probably a question you've been wondering about for your entire real estate career. You've probably asked yourself, how did the nation's top 10% of all agents manage to make 90% of the commissions? Maybe the top 10% were just in the right place at the right time, and if you had the opportunities that they were given, you too would be massively successful. Listen, you are now in the right place at the right time. Take two seconds now and visit agentcoachingsecrets.com to grab your VIP spot on our exclusive free upcoming online presentation, Secrets of the Millionaire Agent. That's right. We're providing this presentation online so you can easily attend. You will now have in your possession the closely guarded secrets of the richest of the rich agents, their exact how-to information, and we've made it super easy for you. Visit agentcoachingsecrets.com to register now, and as a way of saying thank you for attending the event, we're going to give you a copy of the Real Estate Treasure Map Business Plan. You may now be feeling what other agents are feeling about upcoming shifts in the real estate market. We've heard from thousands of fellow agents who say their number one fear is yet another shift in the real estate market that they aren't prepared for. There is another shift coming, and you need to be ready. Before it's too late, visit agentcoachingsecrets.com and grab your VIP spot on our exclusive, free, upcoming online presentation, 
Secrets of the Millionaire Agent. When you do, you'll be given exclusive VIP access and a free copy of your real estate business plan, The Real Estate Treasure Map. This is the business plan used by many of the nation's superstar agents. Without another second delay, visit agentcoachingsecrets.com and lock in your VIP spot for the free Secrets of the Millionaire Agent presentation. You're about to have in your possession the exact tools, tips, and secrets that have, before now, been the exclusive domain of the nation's millionaire agents. Take action now and register at agentcoachingsecrets.com. Again, that's agentcoachingsecrets.com. Okay, we are back listening to our marketing director's voice on that commercial. He sounds very sinister, doesn't he? But it's good, right? So that's agentcoachingsecrets.com. Um, and then check that out, and obviously, actually, agentmillionairesecrets.com, sorry, agentmillionairesecrets.com, so check that out. So, Julie, let's get right to our point. So we have a lot of ground to cover. I would like to do all that today on uh, today's radio show, if at all possible, uh, cover all of our bases. So let's get to a few pertinent facts about what's truly happening in the housing markets, because, again, this stuff is being grossly underreported by anybody and everybody who's in our sort of niche as far as real estate information. Now, here's where our notes are coming from today, and you guys can jump on and just check these out yourself. And I always encourage you to reuse any blog posts, uh, cut and paste, do whatever you want to, just make sure you give us a link back to realestateinsidernews.com. So that's where you go for today's um, topic outline, which is in the form of a blog article. Go to realestateinsidernews.com, realestateinsidernews.com. All right, so here's how I started this article, and then I'm going to get right to some you know, overview, and then we're going to get right to our points. So would you be surprised to know that there are nearly 10 million owners still underwater, nearly 10 million owners underwater? Now, here's the problem with that fact, that you don't know how to relate it to your own specific real estate market, because is 10 million a lot or is 10 million a little? Well, let's talk about that. And of these 10 million folks that are still underwater, they're not just marginally underwater. As the latest data shows that towns such as Las Vegas, Orlando, Tampa, and Chicago still have negative equity ranges from 33 to 41%. I want you guys to think about that for a second. Nevada, the negative equity is still, even though, by the way, Nevada, I think for the past two years, has had the highest appreciation of any housing market in the nation. Hold on. That's right. You heard me right. Nevada has the more underwater owners than any other city in the nation, and yet, year over year, they've had the most appreciation. Appreciation happens from more demand. I'm sorry. Yeah, more demand than there is supply. So in Nevada, even though essentially, you know, almost half of all the owners are still underwater, there the market there has actually experienced somewhat of a I don't know what you want to call it, bubble, if you will. I mean, Julie and I have rental properties in Las Vegas. But the moral of the story here is what I'm trying to share with you is that there are definitely some dark hands at play with regards to what's truly going on in housing. We're going to be digging into that today. So Nevada, 38%. Again, a majority of that is in Las Vegas. Florida, 34% of the owners are still underwater, and this is information as of today. Illinois, 32%. Michigan, 31%. Missouri, 28%, and honestly, that one surprised me. I didn't expect in Missouri things to be that bad. Ohio, 
where Julie and I are from, 28%. And, I mean, that, doesn't, that kind of surprises me, but, I mean, that's still a huge number. So, again, just thinking about this, if you're in Florida, the prob- you have essentially uh, every, uh, bas- basically a third of all the homeowners, when you walk out the door of your house and you count 10 houses, statistically three of those homeowners are going to be underwater by a huge amount. So keeping that in mind, is there truly a housing recovery? Is there, is there really a housing recovery going on? It's really hard to say. But I would say, honestly, there's definitely something in the air right now that leads me to believe that we might be on the precipice of a shifting housing market, or as I labeled it earlier this year and with my 2014 Real Estate Predictions post, a bifurcated market. So let's get to the things that we know or the things that you must know. So, Julie, do you have the first point in front of you? I do indeed. Things that you absolutely oh, oh, must let, know. Let, Go ahead. Julie, let me, let me preface this. There's a, sure. a video that um, is also accompanying this article that you, must wanna, uh, that, you, that you would want to read. And so the first few points here, you know, actually, Julie, let's just do ourselves a favor and skip the first few points, and let's go down okay. to point number four. That's the one that I think where we should start for today's show. So point number uh, four, but you guys can go and, and back and, and read the previous three points. They are pertaining uh, to a video that I've also posted where there is a supposed expert that, frankly, isn't an expert at all. And I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but have you ever noticed that anyone who claims to be an expert when it comes to short sales is never an expert? I mean, so a surefire way of knowing that you're dealing with a non-expert is if they claim to be an expert, especially with short sales. But that aside, go to the blog, realestateinsidernews.com, and read those first three points where I'm going after a uh, very ill-informed comments this gal made in this video, the supposed expert, and uh, you guys can review those yourselves. It has to do with the tax forgiveness and the Mortgage Debt Relief Act and all those things, which, by the way, guys, um, it will be extended, and we talk about that on the blog as well, so you can go there and read those articles. All right, so, Julie, point number four. Point number four, Tim, is that there are still 9.3 million deeply underwater homes that are in the hole by not just a little bit. We're not talking about two or 3,000. 25% or more still. And, I, Tim, I think a lot of agents think because they're having competing offers and low inventory, well, how can they still be that upside down? But that's the facts. 9.3 million that are in the hole by 25% or more. Right. And so the next point that we wrote down is something we've already reviewed, and that is, again, just a quick reminder, six states that have at least 10 per, or that are at least I'm sorry, six states that are at least 10 percent above the national average of 18 percent underwater include Nevada at 38 percent, Florida at 34 percent, Illinois at 32 percent, Michigan at 31 percent, and Missouri 28 percent, and Ohio 28 percent. So point, the next point we wrote down is certain cities, it's even worse. As the latest study shows, is Las Vegas, Orlando, Tampa, and Chicago still have negative equity uh, ranging from 33 to 41%. So, again, I mentioned this a second ago, but it's worth repeating. And a lot of you guys, especially in Florida, are walking around with the belief that the investors, Blackstone and all these other investment firms from New York, have sw- you know, flown down and bought up all the inventory. Well, they may have bought up a lot of the inventory of the homes for sale, but there still are tens of thousands, in some cases millions of homes in your market that will have to be sold. And they'll either sell as a short sale or they'll sell as a foreclosure if the owners don't do the smart thing and take action and get rid of their house as a short sale. So keep that in mind. If you're in these markets, that is still a massive opportunity. And 
speaking purely as someone, you know, if I were in the real estate business and I were thinking of a niche that I'm trying to carve out for myself, and I saw all these other realtors, if you're in Orlando and a third of the owners are still underwater, and all the other realtors are, you know, still believing that there's a lack of inventory and that there's, you know, no opportunity and there's no houses for sale and the market's all better, and I have this information in my at my fingertips, I would be thinking to myself, I'm going to take action on this because nobody else is paying attention. I'm going to seize this opportunity if I'm Las Vegas where 41% of the owners are still underwater or, uh, or I'm going to at uh, 38% or, or I'm in Illinois and 32% or Michigan 31%. I'm still going to realize that that is probably one of the greatest opportunities. Short sales, you know, this is good and bad, are not as trendy as they were two years ago, which creates fewer competitors for you, and obviously a heck of a lot more opportunity for you to help others and make money. So seize this opportunity. Don't let anyone convince you it's not there. Do your own homework, um, and frankly, make a fortune. Next point, Jules. All right, next point is the situation for these underwater owners will actually get worse for many of them. And in fact, remember HAFA, everybody was doing tons of HAFA short sales, HAFA has expired. So did you know that 88% of people in the HAFA program, which is virtually all of them, the median interest rate on their loan was only 6.4% before the modification, which drove their payment down. Remember these HAFA deals, they were not locked in forever at that new rate and that new payment. They're all adjusting up, some of them $100 a year, some of them more than that, but they're certainly going up in their interest rate and, of course, in their payment. So what does that do? makes it harder to keep up with those payments and more tempting to walk away from the house. Exactly, and that's what's going to start happening because remember, guys, for the most part, did HAFA wipe out the negative equity? No. <laughs> no. It was never no. meant, so next... HAFA was, was never meant as a cure. It was just kicking the can down the road, and now we're down the road. That's right. So now we're there, and HAFA has expired. The program is officially over. Now, the Treasury Department and, and various you know, articles that I read said they're obviously watching what happens as a result of HAFA expiring and these interest rates adjusting. Uh, you know, but even if they wanted to extend this, do you think there's the political will right now to retool HAFA, especially given, I hate to say it, the massive failure rate of some of the loan modifications that HAFA did? No, it won't get extended. So it's over. It's expired. And as Julie just pointed out, the interest rates now for a lot of these homeowners, the temporarily low interest rate is adjusting back up. Okay, everyone pay attention. Again, we talked about at the top of this call that you need to go into your property records and you need to find out exactly how many people are in default. And don't be surprised when you find out that in many markets it is a staggering amount. Those are people that have started missing payments again. But the other thing that I would do is go back and look for old defaults, people that maybe caught it up because they did a loan mod, because those loan mods are starting to expire again, or those loan mods are starting to, I guess the correct term would be reset at higher interest rates. Yeah. Let's think. It, let's go forward in this thought process, okay? Again, you're looking for opportunities. You're trying to understand where the market's going just for yourself because you're a business owner, and also to prepare your sellers. So knowing that half is expired, knowing that the interest rates are adjusting up, knowing that the negative equity is still in those houses, what do you think is going to happen in the fall of this year? Do you think there will be more defaults or fewer defaults? Of course there's going to be more. Of course in many housing markets we're going to slip back into what will feel like a housing recession. That is a cold, hard fact that many of you don't want to hear, 
The only reason you wouldn't want to hear what I just said is because you believe the only way you can make money in real estate is, the, is if the prices are continually going up. You believe that the only way you make money in real estate is if basically everyone's you know, drinking the real estate Kool-Aid. Well, I have news for you. There were realtors, different realtors, that made tons of money during the market correction, during the housing bubble, you know, turned to bust, turned to correcting cycle. But those realtors were different than the ones that made money for the most part during the bubble. The market's shifting again. We always warn you when that's happening. I'm warning you now. Are you paying attention? Are you going to take advantage of this? Remember, this does not apply to everyone. This blanket warning really, you know, you need to go do your own homework. You need to study your own market. We told you how to do that. By the way, if you need a free coaching call on this, especially if you're an existing student, go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Again, that's free coaching calls for agents.com, and you can schedule your free coaching call with one of our coaches who will help you through this transition process. But it is coming. Don't kid yourself. It is coming. So be prepared. So, you know, Julie, this brings up, you know what, I'm going to get our next points that we're about to get to, I think, are probably some of the most important ones. So we're going to take a real quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to get to those points, because what I want to do is give you guys a sort of mini action plan on what you can do with this information today, point by point, so you can, frankly, be prepared for what's happening next, because as we, I think this spring is going to be fantastic, well, you know what, we'll talk about it in a second, so stay tuned. You're listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. Are you ready to ask Tim and Julie your toughest real estate sales, business, or lead generation question? Call us now at 347-857-1195 or email your question to questions at realestatecoachingradio.com. Now, back to Tim and Julie Harris. Okay, so again, we're going to end today's radio show with a five-point action plan for all of you so you can be ready for the inevitable shift that's happening now. Now, the next statistic, uh, the next statistic actually, I think, again, I'm thinking to all those of you who were not dialed into us over the real estate corrective cycle, who were not listening to us when we were warning you about what was happening with short sales, we're not, frankly, taking advantage of the opportunities that presented this next statistic I'm about to read you will really be an eye-opener, I think, in a, in a lot of ways. So the next point is about 32% of all seriously delinquent borrowers, those at least 90 days late, haven't made a payment in more than four years. It's forever. That's, that's up. I know. And that just in itself, that's, that's like all I need to read. a decade. Yeah. But up to 7% from the beginning of 12, uh, 2012. So here's well, what we're saying. I think that's, re- that's the important thing. It's going up. Right. That's not going down. Exactly. That was uh, yes. Surprising. Thank you. So I'm going to read that again. About 32% of delinqu of seriously delinquent borrowers. Remember, to be a seriously delinquent buyer borrower, you have to be at least 90 days late. Those folks, on average, haven't made a payment in four years. Now, you have to be asking yourself, how the hell can someone stay in their house for four years without making a payment? And here's the simple answer because the banks didn't want to take the houses back because then they'd have to declare them as losses on their books. The banks wanted to 
essentially extend and pretend, or as Julie just said, kick the can down the road so that hopefully the clouds would one day clear and the flowers would come out again and it would be spring in the national housing market and all this nasty housing news would be behind us. Well, guess what? Spring is here, the flowers are coming out, and the nasty housing news in many markets is still there, and the banks are going to have to deal with it. What that is going to result in is more foreclosures, more short sales, and more REO listings. Here is your warning. Pay attention. Those of you who are in the REO business and made a fortune in 2008, 9, and 10, it's going to come back your way. When will that happen? Towards the end of this year. All these resets and all these basic extended pretend plans are coming to an end quicker than many people are ready to, are, are prepared for. What's more is there was money that, if you guys will remember correctly, billions and billions of dollars that were set aside from the state's attorneys general suing the largest banks. The banks had to set aside money, and that money was used for what? Short sales in some cases, foreclosure prevention programs, loan modifications. You guys remember all this. It was all over Real Estate Insider News. It was all over the news. Everyone was talking about it. I think it was $25 billion. That money is gone. That money is spent. The banks have basically paid their fines. The executives have gone on to do whatever they're doing now. The reality of it is, is all those homeowners, the, many of them did get a temporary lower payment through an interest rate adjustment, but the negative equity is still largely still there. All of that kicking down the road, extending and pretending, all of that people, I mean, all those people who have been living in their houses for free, that is all coming to an end this year into 2015. I want you to think about that. What effect will that have on your market? Some of you are thinking, heck yeah, I can finally have some houses to sell to my buyers. That's right. the right attitude. I like that. Some of you are thinking, heck yeah, I can help all those owners who are on their way to foreclosure avoid the foreclosure with a short sale. That's excellent thinking because you're right. A lot of you are thinking, well, I can get into the REO market or back into the REO market because that market's going to come back to me. Yes, you are correct. There is no question that what I'm telling you is going to happen. There is no doubt that it's going to happen. The only thing that I might question about my predictions, frankly, the only vulnerability is the timing. But there's no doubt. That you, okay, so think about this. What was it, 33% of all the homeowners in Las Vegas are still essentially you know, significantly underwater by up to 41%, wherever the numbers were a second ago. You're telling me that those houses, any of you who are doubting what I'm saying, think about what the appreciation rate would have to be for how long for that many people to be righted in their properties. You're talking about 10 years, 12 years. It's just not going to work out for those folks. They're just going to have to move on. They're just going to have to basically put the negative equity underwater house behind them, become tenants for a while. You guys know the rigmarole. Well, it's happening now. It's going to get worse. Be ready, prepared, get ready for our five-point plan that Julie and I are about to share with you. The next point, Julie. All right, so point the next number, point, if, uh, let's see, is nine. number nine. There are more than 1.2 million properties already in the repossession process or already owned by banks that the market is absorbing. So 1.2 million properties that are able to be purchased already repossessed. All of you guys looking for inventory, it's coming back. That's right. I mean, that's simply put, right? Not a lot of complication to that point. So, again, 1.2 million properties in the repossession process are owned by the banks. The banks are going to be putting back for sale. That is not including the almost 10 million under, underwater owners that still exist. Here's a little interesting fact for you. Um, 
when someone misses one payment, one payment, it used to be that it was because they were on vacation, they forgot to put the, you know, the payment in the mail. That was why people would miss one payment. But now what the banks have learned is when they miss one payment, there's an over 90% chance that they are essentially going to let the house go into foreclosure. One payment, and the people are letting the house go. We just read you the statistics of the number of people that have missed four years of payments. In your marketplace, pay very close attention to the pre-foreclosure data because what happens in most markets that the pre-foreclosure data is comprised of people who've missed one or sometimes three payments. Pay attention to see how fast it's rising because it's going to start rising now, and that will give you a direct window into what the market is going to be like in your market six to 12 months from now. So we're going to get to our five points on what you can be doing to prepare yourself for this market shift. When we come back from this quick commercial break, all of you better be taking notes um, or, frankly, when you find out what we're about to warn you about comes true for you, you will, frankly, not be able to come back to us and say, we didn't prepare you. It is that serious. We'll be back in one minute. Everyone knows that real estate coaching can be expensive. Most coaching companies charge $1,000 a month and demand that you sign a long-term, ball-and-chain, 12-month contract. But what if there was a proven system that gave you the essentials to almost guarantee your real estate success? The marketing and lead generation systems, centers of influence and past client systems, business systems, scripts, and presentations, everything you need to dominate your real estate market. Real Estate Coaching Essentials is that system, and it's affordable for every agent who's ready to take their business to the next level. For a limited time, Tim and Julie Harris are offering this award-winning program for only $197 a month. You can enroll right now and receive the first seven days for free. That's right. Enroll today and take the next seven days to have complete access to everything you need to build a successful real estate business. Get started today at agentcoachingsecrets.com. Again, that's agentcoachingsecrets.com. Okay, we are back. So, Julie, let's get right to the promised five-point plan. So everyone listening to our radio show today, it is an absolutely, absolutely necessary that you pay attention, that you take notes, and that you do not hide from what we're about to tell you. If you do, you're doing it at your own peril. If you do, it's because you're willing to accept the fact that your future is probably going to be bleak in terms of the commissions you're going to earn. So here's a simple fact. In a lot of the markets right now that are experiencing what feels like a bubble almost, those are the ones that are going to get hit the most severely when the market resets as a result of the statistics that we just told you playing out in your local market. There is no way that the market's going to avoid the pain of this mini-correction that's headed its way. There's no way that, frankly, many real estate brokers and agents are going to be caught, won't be caught off guard. All of you who are focusing on creating your brand, creating your marketing, building your team, spending money on stuff that doesn't necessarily get you results, you better seriously get to know your market better understand what's coming next, or you're going to be caught 
with a bunch of high unnecessary overhead, and that will take you under. And that's what happened last time. A lot of big teams went by the wayside because the team leaders couldn't support the overhead as the market continued to go down and down further. Do I believe that there's going to be a national real estate crash again? No, I do not. Do I believe individual markets are going to feel stagnant, if not a little bit, frankly, like they're sliding backwards? Absolutely. So, Julie, let's get to our five-point plan. Those of you who are, frankly, still listening, here are the promised points. Point number one, Julie. My point number one is actually know your market. And when we say know your market, we don't mean just do your research for 10 minutes today and decide that that's how, you know, those are all the facts for the year. We're talking about on a, basically a weekly basis. I do this with all of our coaching clients. We keep a very close tally on exactly what's happening. So know your market. If you are not doing 10 to 20 BPOs per week or 50-plus transactions per year, to me, really you're not authorized to guess because you don't have the experience in your market to be accurate. You've got to actually do your research and be correct. Print off these things that you find, stuff that's on our blog, stuff in your local market, and use it on your appointments. Don't guess. So actually know your market and know the markets around you. Tim, I remember when we were looking in, in Columbus, you know, there were certain pockets even downtown. Weird stuff was happening with those rehabbed old buildings, and you know, that was totally different than six months before. It's an ebb and flow. So know your market, do your searches, a minimum monthly, but certainly weekly would be smarter. Point number two, Tim. Again, we talk... We talked about all the different places you can go online to research the pre-foreclosure data. I love the pre-foreclosure data because it gives you the truest picture of what's coming around the corner. When you Even articles on our blog, frankly, the Case Shiller Housing Index and all these other things, frankly, a lot of the MLS data that comes out, the NAR reports, though, to NAR's credit, they've gotten a lot more accurate about predicting what's to come around the bend and have really taken the rose-colored glasses off, only reporting on the highlights of the housing news. Um, I've seen a huge change in the way they report their data, and, and, and nobody does a better job of reporting true housing data than the National Association of Realtors. So staying focused. Which, which you have by to, the way, is part of what you pay for with your dues. So take advantage of their reports. It's all online. It's easy to find. So your market data, your pre-foreclosure data, we talked about where to find that before. There's Realty Track. There's foreclosure radar. You can remove the filters and do a Zillow search. I believe Trulia has the same mechanism on their site now. Really all you're looking for is uh, a window into the future, a time machine into the future, a glimpse through the window to see exactly how many people are in default now or defaulting, i.e. pre-foreclosures, because inevitably, statistically, those people will – very, 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 very few of them actually catch, get the houses caught back up. They're letting the houses go. Those are short sale listing leads for you. All of you who said there's no buyers in your marketplace, or I'm sorry, there's no inventory in your marketplace to sell your buyers, yes, there is. You're just going to have to go after it. I know this is confusing. It is weird talking about this. I promise you, when I think about this from the surface, it is bizarre. I mean, I'm thinking, again, using Vegas as an example. How can there be 27% or whatever it is, year-over-year appreciation in Las Vegas, when still something, what was it, 40% of all the owners there are massively underwater? How can that possibly make sense that there's that much uh, appreciation at the same time there's that many homes that are still that far underwater? The simple answer is it's because the underwater homes aren't for sale, right? And when will that happen? It's starting to happen now that those people are going to sell their houses or lose them to foreclosure. The banks are 
increasing their foreclosure rates. There were ticks down over the past of the previous like 60 days, but you're going to see those numbers spike back up. That is what's going to happen. There's no more kicking the can down the road. Over the next 24 months, again, know your market. It's critical that you pay attention to it, like Julie said, on a weekly basis. Number two of our point of our plan here for you is don't hide. Don't just basically hide from what we're telling you to do. Be prepared. Don't be scared. Think about how much better you'll feel after you've accomplished point number one, and you know what's coming around the bend. Again, don't hide. Those agents who made a fortune during the corrective market cycle, during the real estate crash, whatever you want to call it, those agents were smart in 2007 and took action on what the market had to present to them. Other agents didn't. Other agents basically hid from the facts, hid from the reality of what was happening. And what did they do? They basically said, well, the market's going to get better. This is just a little slowdown. It'll get better in six months. Then that turned to, what, 12 months, and that turned to five years, and that turned to, what, seven years. Right. In some markets, it's going to be a decade or longer. That's the reality of it. Can you survive on your saved cash if the market recrashes? Or do you need to get ready to take advantage of that opportunity like so many of our great coaching students back in 07? Next point, Jules? Next point, number three, is prepare. What does that mean? Prepare means, and this is related to our next point, which is keep – Keep educated. I guess we have that kind of as a combined point. Prepare and actually be educated. Here's how I look at it. If today, this afternoon, your best past client calls you and says, I'm totally underwater. I haven't made my payment in like two years. I've got to get out of this house. Or Julie, let me interject. Go ahead. Julie, let me interject. Let's say you do go to one of these uh, uh, pre-foreclosure tracking sites we told you about, and you find one of your best past clients hasn't made their payment in two or three years. So let's not wait around for them to call you. Let's have you call them. That's what I'm talking about. That's the difference, right? Exactly. You know, so actually prepare, keep your education up to speed, be ready, willing, and able to say why, yes, absolutely, it would be my pleasure to help you with that. Then set the appointment. Instead of, your previous point, hiding out or saying, oh, I don't deal with that kind of thing. I, to me, that's you know, not doing your job. Very simple. You, All right, you, so, are fulfilling, you are fulfilling your, that point now by listening because you are becoming educated. Your homework from this is going to be doing more exploration and more education about your market. That's going to be your assignment from today's call, today's radio show, guys. You have to go and become your true markets expert. If you need help with that, of course, you want to go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Priority is always given for free coaching calls to our existing coaching students or those who are ready to become coaching students. So the next point is, and you can see how these all fit together, is number four, decide what action to take and frankly, what spoke to pursue. So what do we mean by that? What do we mean by spokes? We talked about that on a previous radio show. A spoke is nothing more than a lead generation um, source. So if you determine, for example, that there is going to be a crash, let's call it what it probably is going to be, in many markets in certain price ranges, then your, your, your absolute imperative, what you have to do, is create a lead generation spoke around that emerging opportunity. After you've done your homework, after you know what the pre-foreclosure data is telling you, after you've looked at a map of your existing real estate market, and you've seen all the people that are, and let's say you do this for 90 days in a row, and you see what we're predicting happen, a stark increase in the number of pre-foreclosures, 
you would be nuts not to take advantage of that. How can you do it? Request a free coaching call, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And also remember, as part of our accredited short sale designation program, we do give you extensive marketing plans around generating leads, about around having those people call you, or more proactive things that you can be doing to solicit those listings. Having a house listed as a short sale, getting short sale listings, it's probably the easiest thing you're ever going to do in your career because what is the seller's alternative? And this time around, this time around meaning that we're not in 2007 and 2008 again where the president was coming out with a new state housing program, this time around when they're not able to hang their hat on I'm getting a loan modification, this time around where they're extending and pretending it's going to be coming to an end, all the objections that you guys were dealing with, frankly, over the past few years with a lot of these fence-sitting short-sale sellers or folks that should be short-sale sellers, those days have come to an end. So now when you knock on their door, when you call them, when they call you from one of the direct marketing pieces, you get a part of the coaching program, they're then not going to be able to say, well, you know what, we're going to try to do a loan mod or we're going to try to procrastinate the inevitable. They're now going to say, I received a foreclosure notice. I have to be out of the house in 90 days. How long will it take for you to get the house sold? That is the sea change that's happening. Are you going to take advantage of this? Are you going to realize that this is one of your greatest opportunities to help others and, frankly, make a lot of money? Next point, Jules. Next point is number five. Know that you can make money no matter what direction the market is going and no matter what the timing ends up being for you personally. So while we're telling you absolutely know the facts, pursue your short sales and foreclosures, don't say no to that opportunity, we also have to make sure that you continue because there's a certain percentage of you that will take this very seriously and go in hot pursuit of helping those people who most need your help, those distressed homeowners. Don't ignore your past clients, your center of influence, all of the other things that are working for you. Be aware of what's happening and take what the market is willing to give you. As uh, Tim, as you said, don't be so convinced that you only make money in real estate when everybody's fat and happy making tons of money on their house. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to get back to some of the comments I received from the emails about today's show. Perfect. Is coaching right for you? And how can I guarantee it will work for me? Chances are you're asking yourself those questions right now. I'll answer those critical questions for you in just a moment. But first, let's be honest about something you may have always suspected – You've probably always known that the nation's top 1% of realtors, you know, those millionaire agents you see on TV, they possess a secret knowledge that the other 99% of agents do not have. Where did they learn what they know? And more importantly, how did they learn how to put this closely guarded information into money-making action? It's simple. They have a coach. Not just any coach. The nation's mega millions, top 1% of the realtors know that in order to maintain their almost unfair advantage, that they must have their own personal coach, a proven, market-tested coach who has truly walked in their shoes, a coach who has worked with many of the nation's leading agents. At this point, you're probably ready to maybe try coaching. However, you don't want to be unfairly locked into a long-term ball and chain that coaching contracts can give you. It just makes sense that you should be able to try it before you buy it. Even more importantly, you want to have a coach who is the best of the best, not someone who is simply assigned to you or, even worse, has never sold real estate. Can you imagine? 
If this is you, I have something for you right now that is exactly what you have been looking for. For the next 48 hours, Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching is offering you a free coaching call. This is a real coaching call with a real Tim and Julie Harris coach. Now, while you were thinking about it, why don't you visit us online at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to get started. Once again, that is freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Now, let's be clear. This exclusive coaching opportunity is only available for the first 50 realtors who are stone-cold serious about their real estate business and know that in order to succeed at the highest level, they must hire a coach. So don't wait any longer. Take action now and visit us again at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to schedule your free coaching call. Again, that's freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Thanks so much. See you all soon. All right, so the last bit has to do with some emails I received, uh, questions at realestatecoachingradio.com, questions at realestatecoachingradio.com. There are some of you that, frankly, can ignore today's warning. And I'm going to give you three quick groups, and those of you who asked the, commercial, or asked the uh, questions, I really appreciate it, and um, hopefully you'll use my answer to your benefit. Number one, if you're not planning on being in the real estate business for another, say, 24 months, you could ignore today's radio show. So if you're not planning on being in real estate in two years, you're retiring, God bless you, or what have you, well then, you can just forget everything we just said for the past hour. The second group is, is if you're just, frankly, you don't really care about selling very many houses, and I mean like 10 or fewer per year, if you're happy selling 10 or fewer houses per year, mostly to buyers, um, you know, you can continue to pick up the crumbs where you find them, pick up the occasional open house lead, pick up the occasional floor time lead, pick up the occasional referral from another agent in your office, and you'll probably do just fine. It's going to be harder. There's going to be more of a struggle. It's definitely not going to be the route that I would certainly coach you to take, as you should be, must be, learning how to become a listing agent. But, heck, you know, you can choose that path. And a third group would be, frankly, people that just, frankly, have given up. You know, there are people in the real estate industry who have given up. They've just basically said, I don't care anymore. I am just going to basically take whatever the market has to give me. I'm going to continue to do what I've been doing for years. I'm going to continue to, you know, pound the phones every day and do that 1970s style cold calling. I'm going to still continue to drop off my forget-me-not seeds, or I'm going to try all these, you know, social networking things, hoping I can Facebook my way to listings. Those people who are living in sort of in the old-school fantasy land way of building a real estate practice where they think they don't have to think like business people, where they think they can just essentially do what they've done for years and hoping that they're going to tend to get the same result, well, you don't have to listen to what we talked about in today's radio show because, frankly, you're going to miss this opportunity, and unfortunately, you're going to suffer the consequences of it. So that's it. Everybody else, guess what? You better, sure as heck, have been paying attention. What the information we gave you today, the statistics, the facts, research them yourself. Google them yourself. I got the information from uh, Realty Track. I get the information from different news reports on Bloomberg. I read different things coming from CNBC, all sorts of different newspapers and news outlets. I read every single day so I can give you guys the best, most current information. I know inside our industry there's not a single person, coach, trainer, speaker, whatever, that's telling you what we just told you. 
I realize that. So you have to ask yourself, why? Why aren't they telling me these things? Or in some cases, unfortunately, they're telling you the exact opposite. Take a, a moment there and ask yourself, why is it that someone would not be preparing me for this inevitable shift in the real estate market? Again, the shift is going to depend on, like if you're in Austin, frankly, you're not going to experience this. In Austin, you sure as heck be focusing on the new construction that's happening up in Williamson County, for example, because it is massive and the city's definitely going that direction. You know, But if you're in Columbus, Ohio, the foreclosures, the short sales, that's where the opportunity is to help others and to make a lot of money. You have to know your local market that gets back to our first point. Going forward, you are going to be faced with constant educational challenges. And when you do run into someone who's not telling you the facts like we told you, they either don't know or, frankly, they don't want you to know. So if they don't know, that should immediately disqualify them as someone you should listen to for advice when you agree. Or they don't want you to know, which, same result, you should immediately disqualify them for any sort of coaching or advice because why is it, that they wouldn't want you to know the facts about what's coming next in housing. It just doesn't make sense. Will this radio show make Julie and I more popular? No. Will this radio show result in Julie and I being interviewed in the front cover of National Association of Realtors magazine? No. These are the facts that I would want to have if I were still selling real estate because these are the facts that you guys need as business owners to prepare yourself, your families, your local markets, the sellers, the realtors that you care to share this knowledge with, that's who we're delivering this information for. We know it's not for everybody. Some of you can't handle it. Some of you aren't ready to handle it, and some of you just don't care. I get it. Anything come to mind, Jules, as we wrap? Well, the best thing about this is none of this is particularly hard or impossible for you to do anything about. Most of our students say, yes, there are some challenging short sales, for example, but by and large they're getting their deals done. And I'll tell you, those are some of the most loyal clients that you will ever have who will absolutely send you tons of referrals. So embrace this. We're not talking about learning a completely new language here. This is something totally in your grasp. But a lot of you guys, year, year and a half ago, were doing a lot of them, got really good at it, but you just haven't updated your knowledge base. You just haven't pursued your education. So none of this, this is not rocket science. You guys can handle it, embrace it, and make tons of money as a result of helping tons and tons of people it's that simple and, that's and, what's coming to my of, mind <laughs> exactly i agree in most of your markets you're going to have uh, certain bubbles as julie touched on earlier that are doing really well despite what's happening in the overall market i remember when julie and i were selling real estate in central ohio there were certain neighborhoods even though most of the city was doing mediocre at best or in many cases losing value there were still certain neighborhoods that were hot They'd become uh, trendy, gentrified, whatever the term you want. But those areas now are probably still doing really well. And if I were still selling real estate in central Ohio, I would want to make sure that before I invest a lot of time and effort into a particular market, that I frankly knew what the health of that market was going to be six months to 12 months from now. Why would you want to invest a bunch of money in a market that isn't going to necessarily be as strong as you want it to be unless you're knowing that the distressed market is going to be returning and you have to understand in what numbers. Guys, it's that your responsibility as business owners. Don't expect your broker to help you out with this. Don't expect your office manager to help you out with this. And unfortunately, don't expect your coach, your trainer, or whatnot to help you out with this because this is information that people, frankly, either don't know or don't want you to know. But now that you do know, it's up to you to take action on it. Sorry if this is a little shocking or maybe abrasive or if it rubs some of you the wrong way. But how else am I supposed to tell you mixed news like this. 
would it have been better if I basically put a big bow on it and we delivered it as it was some big nice and soft and warm and cuddly, you know? No, we can't do it that way. This information is what it is. Do with it as you will. It's not our opinion. It's a fact. Do the research yourself. Listen to this radio show again in replay. Share this radio show with as many other agents as you choose to. And by all means, existing students of ours, coaching students of ours, if you want a free coaching call, go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. There's thousands of you. If I, I know in many cases you guys don't request a free coaching call simply for the fact that your coach handles all of your issues on a one-on-one basis. For those of you who are thinking about becoming our coaching students, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Go back, re-listen to this, pay special attention to those five points that we just gave you. Take action. That is your homework from today's call. And tomorrow we're going to talk about another interesting topic, and that topic is the top ten reasons why agents are and probably always will be in many cases broke. So, again, another topic that no one talks about, but we are really going to peel the layers of that onion back so all of you can really challenge yourself in the decision-making you're making about your own financial planning and change direction so that you can get the most out of what will be a 7- to 10-year corrective real estate cycle. That's what we're experiencing. Remember, it's like a pendulum that goes back and forth, and we're going into what we feel in many markets will be a negative swing of the pendulum. So regardless of what direction the market goes, be prepared. Regardless of what direction the market goes, understand that it is your job, it is your authority, your moral imperative to be of service to others. The way you do that is by educating yourself, staying motivated, and most importantly, getting into action. So we will talk with you tomorrow. Have a fantastic rest of your day. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.